Bravo, bravo. I must admit that was very well done. So tell me something, how long did you rehearse that? Is that where you were? Instead of showing up for your dying community? Way to set an example for the kids, Electra. What is your problem, pray tell? Get off your soapbox and ask the judges for their scores. Oh, I don't need to ask the judges for their scores. I know what they are. Everybody in this room knows what they are. Miss Electra Abundance Evangelista. Grand prize. This week, and last week, and the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. Granny, here, here. Take your trophy. Bitch, you better give me a new trophy and come down here so I can shove it up your ass. I'm going to lay it out for you one time. Your community needed you at that protest, and you didn't show up. I was working. Yeah, you worked the night shift. The protest was in the morning. Don't give me that bullshit. So what did I miss? A bunch of fags holding hands, screaming in the wind? I went to jail. 111 people went to jail. You were more concerned with winning a trophy than you are about our government spreading lies about us in an effort to kill us. And you want to know why they want us dead? Because we're black and we're brown and we're queer. They don't give a shit about us. So we better start caring about ourselves. Show up for your lives. Wake up. Jack, where are you? Come up here and call off the rest of these categories before the, the back of my head blows off. I gotta go home. I got to go, gotta go, I gotta leave. So please don't make it hard for me. Vivian Green? I don't know what the hell. But you can sing. You don't have to wait for me to sing, just sing. I gotta let it go. Gotta go. I gotta leave. That's all I know. <laughs> yes, if I Amen. just had a, a camera <laughs> for that to capture the moment. That just I'm a down to earth kind of girl. Okay. So yes. that was uh, Pose. Pose, yes. Come on. The showdown between Pray Tell and Electra Abundance in season one. It was. Mm-hmm. He was pissed. He was. And I mean, she mind was pretty you, in pink. Pretty in pink. Very well rehearsed. I mean, put on a nice, you know, came out, giving you Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, had the servants feeding her cake. Yeah, Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette, realness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did, like, the guillotine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cute. And then somebody, when they, whoever threw the head, when they chopped the head off. That was so <laughs> wild. Somebody <laughs> just tossed the head like, Drama. Ooh. <laughs> Drama. Like, ooh, there you go, girl. <laughs> That's that. Um, but Preto wasn't feeling it. And he, he, he let her know. He let her know how he was feeling. She didn't show up. Mm-mm. But we did. And hey, guys. Despite, yes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast where. You may want to eat some cake. Okay? <laughs> Where you might have been just working mm-hmm. and you missed it. You missed the protest. You missed it. I'm sorry. Right. But you know, hey, we'll never hang up on you. <laughs> Coins are rough these days. We all need them. 
As always, guys, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Hey, and while you're looking for cake or looking for coins, find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. We really enjoy hearing from you all. Um, you know, we do ask you send it to hungapod at gmail.com, but you all really reach out to us and give us listener feedback on any outlet, many platforms. Yeah. So continue to do that. We really do enjoy hearing from you all. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews. Hey, keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find a man who will show up for you. <laughs> Amen. And thank you all for showing up. I don't have any listener feedback, but we did get another uh, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Point store. So, uh, thank you. Uh, that brings us to 68 ratings. Mm. 67 five-star ratings and one four-store rating. Okay. So, thank you all for your ratings and reviews. Yes. Like P. Ryan said, keep them coming. Thanks, guys. Yes. So, no listener feedback, but do you have a hung tip? Do I have a hung tip this week? I don't think I do. Okay. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? Well, I'm going to check in with you first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> come on, order. Come on, order of the program. Yeah. You're just trying to get through. Am. And I didn't Clear. see it. I'm literally like reading the document, so it's all that. How are you? I'm great. I'm Gucci. On um, this rainy night. Hmm? It's on this rainy night. Yeah, but you know, I love the rain. It's one of my favorite. Do you? Yeah. I really what do. do you? I love when it's like rainy and like cool, not rainy and hot. So you like that nice breeze while it's raining? Yeah. Um, now, is this like all day preference or you prefer it at night, first thing in the morning when you wake up? I like it when it's rainy and cool, just anytime. So, yeah. any part of the day. Yeah, you can open up your window, you get a cool breeze. It's cute. It's very cute. We love cool breeze. Cool, cool breeze. Um, but no, I'm doing well. So I was about to say, isn't that a restaurant? But I'm thinking of Bahama Breeze, my man. Oh. <laughs> um, but I was at church a couple weeks ago. This is not random. Um, but the pastor was kind of just like, you know, pray like everything depends on God. Work like everything depends on you. And that has kind of been the theme of my... 2019 (laughs) and now i feel like things are slowly but surely getting into a more solid place so i'm just grateful i'm out here i'm doing good Mm -hmm. things have not turned around completely but i feel great yeah (laughs) feel great well i am doing well as you would say thank you for asking Mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm I'm doing well, you know. I just I just I'm I'm here, you know. Mm. I was very <laughs> just watching you. Honest with you, when you got here, just kind of how I felt, mm-hmm. you know, being very just kind of like blah, yeah, and not really um, didn't have a lot of like motivation to record tonight. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you um, stopping by and. Just talking it out with me, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because I feel like that's that's friendship. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So an example of friendship, I mean. So um, this week, I just 
it's been kind of a blur, but I, I did enjoy a Dune Day. Um, oh yes, 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 it was so packed. There were so many people. Yeah, I couldn't get food. Like it was just impossible. Oh, and you then, didn't... Like when I finally got in a line, I, I got there too late, mm. and I think that's part of the reason. Finally got into a line. They had sold out. You mm. know what I mean? That that was decent. They they had sold out when I was almost to the to the end. But it was really, you know, just it was it was a cool experience to be around the culture, you know, to smell the food, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I didn't get to eat it, to be around the culture, you know, seeing all the different vendors, yeah, um, you know, got to hang out with you for a little bit, for a short little while. Yeah, you kept, I got lost. You yeah. were pretty popular. Look, you no, kept seeing people that you knew. I actually, it's funny. I ran into some people I hadn't seen in like years. We actually went to middle school together, so that was cool. And I have been trying to go to a Dune Day since those middle school years. How um, random is that that you saw someone yeah. in a big ass crowd, right? That you recognized from so long ago. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing because the people that I ran into, um, I had ran into quite. Actually, I've, I ran into quite a few people. All within like five minutes yeah. in the same vicinity, and yeah. I'm like, "Wait, this is so random! It's thousands of people here. It, how and cool is it that are, I ran yeah. into you?" So yeah, it yeah. was really dope. Yeah, and um, the weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It was nice breeze. I love a breeze, yeah. and it was <laughs> so good. It was so so good. I'm on Bahama breeze. It was great. Yes. It was. I had a lovely time at a Dune Day. I did too. And um, yeah, it was it was it was a good time. Mm. So. I'm just ready for the weekend. Yes. I didn't play any tennis this week. I said I'm going to take a week off between seasons. Everybody needs a break. I said I'm not going to, like, you know, overdo it, overstimulate myself because I'm very competitive and I can be um, hard on myself. And I wanted to enjoy how I ended the season Mm -hmm. and not feeling like... I gotta like pick up because I didn't like, win, yeah. you know, the championship this season. That I gotta get in there. I gotta work hard, work hard, work hard. Like no, I did well. I, I patted myself on the back and decided to, you know, take the week off and good. Relax Shout my out body, to you. relax my mind. You yeah. Know, and so yeah, weird. everybody needs rest. We, <laughs> yeah. But not everybody gets rest because Hello. so many times I talk to people that are sleep deprived. So mm. many people are sleep deprived, and um. I listened to a podcast months ago, and this doctor was on there to just talk about how much um, sleep deprivation, you know, bleeds into illnesses and diseases and early Mm -hmm. death and (laughs) all this other stuff. Um, So that was kind of interesting. I'm glad you guys. I'm not. not, Well, I I don't miss rest. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm a sleeper. Okay. Amen. (laughs) I get to my rest. Amen. So let's just jump in. I plan to keep uh, tonight's conversation uh, pretty short. Okay. We just were kind of catching up. I mean, we both have watched Pose uh, separately mm-hmm. before we got together tonight. But, um, you know, the show, it was such a great opening to the season. Mm. And we had just talked about Pose a few episodes ago. So I figured we'd do, you know, really a quick review of the first episode of season two. And just, you know, maybe kind of end the conversation with, you know, maybe some things that we're looking forward to for this season. Um, Especially, like, the characters. You know, I just feel like everything's gotten so much more complicated. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, with their stories and the things that are going on in their lives... 
complicated in a good way and in, 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 in some instances made complicated in a not so good way. Yeah. So let's just dive right on into it. Um, the season opens up with this really eye-opening boat ride yeah. with Pretel and Blanca as they're traveling to Heart Island, which I didn't know was a thing. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when I was um, live tweeting during the episode, I know a lot of people were kind of questioning, like, wait, is that a real place mm-hmm. in New York? And apparently it is. It is, yeah. And it was used for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily just um, you know folks who have died of AIDS, but it was really just kind of like a place where they just place folks who were unclaimed yeah or they didn't know who they belonged to or no one had came and asked about them um so i thought that was let's see i had pulled up an article bustle.com um did a uh, short little article on heart island being a real place and just some history around it so if you guys want to check it out you can um Potter's Field, located in an uninhabited island off the coast of the Bronx. New York City purchased the land back in 1868 to bury people who had no living relatives to take care of their bodies, were left unclaimed at the morgue, or were too poor to afford a burial. Mm. More than a million bodies are Buried on Hart Island with the corpses, corpses placed in pine boxes and mass buried in trenches. Mm. And just reading that and saying that is one thing, but the visual yeah. of those boxes. It was that. really powerful. And this is why I appreciate Pose so much because it really just gives you a glimpse into, it just it educates you on just so many things that you wouldn't know living day to day you know yeah, like, especially for folks who we didn't grow up during those times mm-hmm. so we didn't witness those things so yeah. to see it you know many of us may study it now mm-hmm. or maybe experts in these fields because you know we went to school and studied these things but i think to live it and experience it and see it it's a different thing it's a different thing um last season Praytel talked about that experience a lot like being a member in the LGBTQ plus community and having to constantly see your friends and people you love die. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. Definitely. And I just, I, I can't even imagine, Mm-mm. you know, and so much work has been done and so much sacrifice has been made by so many people who are no longer here and who are still here yeah. to where that I don't have to necessarily experience that. And I'm, and I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. We have come a long way. Um, with HIV and you know we still got a ways to go absolutely you know Mm. let's see where is my okay here we go so next Blanca finds out that she's no longer HIV positive Mm -hmm. that now due to her low T-cell count they had to move her to monthly review and an update updated diagnosis of having AIDS. Right. And this was the part of the show, I think it was, what, no no longer than the five-minute mark? Right. Where I was just like, this is why you always got me fucked up, Pose. Okay? <laughs> um, an emotional roller coaster. Okay? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. But I'm so, <sighs> like, 
I'm really appreciative of the fact that like they've made Blanca kind of like the central character because I don't know if this is going to happen but I feel like when we see her creating her own house when we see her going after her own business when we see her just like really making her mark in New York I'm pushing these kids to do something the morbid part of me feels like they're gonna kill kill her her off yes but she's gonna leave such a powerful legacy she's creating yeah I was about to say it so I'm so interested in the story yeah and it's interesting you have that um, point of view because you you see Blanca especially after she finds out about her updated diagnosis you really see her I mean as if she, I mean, I, she was doing this before, but she really just get behind the children in her house and like pushing them mm-hmm. to, to do more, to do more, follow their dreams, and um, you know it'll be interesting though if they don't, you know, if she doesn't die, mm. and we kind of get to see um, the evolution of you know her survival of this yeah i yeah. think on, you know on the flip side of that absolutely i absolutely. think it would be interesting if if, if if they kept her in the storyline mm-hmm. for us to see that as she as she works through that because we have to remember season one opened with her leaving mm-hmm. or it didn't open with her leaving i don't believe but in season one she left yeah. and that was huge for her mm-hmm. to leave that house and, and to start her own and i think I love how they're writing this to like really not only pick back up where the story left off, but to reiterate and reinforce why these things are so important. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Angel got caught out by the tears. Oh, mercy. The way Blanca pulled that kind of scared me when she jumped out. I was like, I was shook too. Because you know, and it's funny (laughs) when you get caught in something that you're not supposed to be. While we look around to see if anybody's looking, (laughs) Angel was like, When she got caught, she first thing she did was like cover up her chest. Yeah, like, Oh my god, like, who's seeing this? (laughs) I love how we look around when we get caught. Um, because it's just shame. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I feel like it's just a symptom of shame. Yeah. Being caught up in a moment. She knew she wasn't supposed to be there. She pulled up like a mother, but like a true mother. She was like, uh-uh, girl, I ain't going nowhere. Get in here because I got something better for you. Mm-hmm. And that's when she pushes her and shows her the um, the ad and you know encourages her to go and try out for the... The modeling. The modeling. Yeah. yeah. Ford, right? Oh, well, I don't know. I think it was Ford, yeah. Ford modeling, I think. So... So yeah, just shout out to Blanca once again. Yeah, she's dope. She is dope. And I just, I already mentioned, like, I just really, I, I just, just noticed her really getting behind the kids at her house and just really, you know, pushing them to, to do, thank you, <laughs> to dream big. Mm-hmm. Act up. Preto is taken off um, to, like, an act up meeting. Yeah. By his friend, um, I cannot remember her name in the show, but it's Sandra Bernhard. What other show does she play on? Is it Cheers? Let's talk about it because I pull I pulled up her stuff too because I actually like her mm-hmm. and I know her best from Roseanne. Roseanne, Roseanne. That's, that's what she's Why did I known. Say Cheers? I, I think okay. that's what she's known best. Okay. Like when I googled her, like that was like the first yeah. thing that came up. But Homegirl. 
Did you know she performs pop music, jazz, and blues? <laughs> she has put out albums and singles. Oh my word. Yes. <laughs> a musical girl. She's written three books. Wow, she's busy. Okay. Um, definitely some film here, but I feel like the television credits outdo the film. Mm. So let me just see if there's anything else on the television that might stand out to us that we that we know. Hot in Cleveland. That sounds familiar. I didn't watch it though. Um, the L word. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that was good. All right. Wasn't that a Showtime series or HBO? Well, I don't know. One Showtime. One, one of those it came premium on channels. After Queer's Folk. Gotcha. Or before one of them. It was quite a few people um, in that. Jackie, a girl who played Jackie. Jackie Brown. No, not Jackie Brown. It was Jackie Brown. Fuck. Jackie's back. No, uh. not Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> um, shit. Jackie Harry. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like Jackie. Jackie does pay homage to her in Coco's Revenge and Jackie's Back. Like she, that persona. I feel. Oh gosh. Anyway, it's the brown. Okay. Let me just move on. Yeah. She was on Law and Order. She was on Girlfriends for one episode. Yes, yeah, she was. She was on Will and Grace. Okay. She did The Sopranos. Allie McBill. That was my show back in the day. I like Allie McBill. Okay. That was on Fox. My <laughs> I do, is out I do remember that. So, yeah, her girl was out here working. working. So, shout out to Sandra. I can't remember what her character is, but she's a nurse mm-hmm. in the um, AIDS ward in the I'm hospital. Gonna be real with Blanca. That's how homegirl is. Yeah, she plays herself. She plays herself. Okay, can you imagine the book that she wrote? Um, so yeah, she 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 brings them to um, this act up rally rally mm-hmm. that he is kind of like. To me, his expression, like he was mesmerized. I think that it was something that really moved him. And he kind of got with the program pretty quickly and Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I'm with this. To the tune of, for folks who didn't show up, like our homegirl Electra, he was very personally offended by that. I think he found his purpose in in this. And I think it gave his life kind of like new meaning after the diagnosis. Yeah. And I think that was something else, like another layer to it, mm-hmm. like losing his man to pneumonia. But mm-hmm. he, you know, he had AIDS. But and didn't he also get diagnosed positive? Yes, he sure did. Yeah. And I think Blanca is the only one who knows the truth. Because mm-hmm. remember, he told everybody that he was good. Yeah. I, so I'm. Yeah, I don't know about my. Y'all have to do the fact checking on that. But I think Blanca's the only mm-hmm. one who who knows the truth about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it hit home for him personally on two fronts. Yeah. So what a show. What a show. What else did I have for the for the review on episode one? I was really happy for Angel that she, you know, she had a moment when she won the category and they gave her the trophy. She walked out. She ran out very disappointed. Mm-hmm. And we could we knew in that scene right away that to her, she and she said with her own words, she wanted to be a real model. Yeah. She didn't want to be stuck in the ballroom ballroom world. And that would be all for her. You know, Angel really had these big, big dreams about breaking through to the other side or the mainstream side and, and into the modeling world. And I was really happy to see her make that transition. Mm-hmm. However, 
it was difficult watching her being sexually exploited. Yeah. You know, by the by and it the way they direct this show, um, and the angles and the lighting, um, it really puts you there, mm-hmm. right, in the scene and you can kind of feel the emotion in the room. Yeah. And you know, I, I talked about shame earlier, but once again you just felt that not really shame, but like her pain, um, of I really don't want to do this, but I feel like I don't have any other choice. Yeah. You know? What was even more just like powerful to me was mm, I really love just like how she was so supported, right? Because even within the community, like it the plot could have very much been different and she could have shared, you know, yes, I got exploited and then more shame could have been tacked on, like, why would you let this happen? Da 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 da. But to see Poppy, everybody needs a poppy hashtag. Yeah. And to see Blanca just pull like pull up rally, like Blanca did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they both pulled up. Yeah. And she said, next time it won't be my son's fist. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What a show. I love Pose. Yes. Can't wait for next week. So, the protests in the church, mm-hmm. once again, you know, just a scene, a moment where I felt really a part of what was going on. Mm. This is some hood shit because I'm about to call it a filter. <laughs> Whatever the filter was for that scene, it really put us there. Mm in the church kind of like the the camera on the situation. Lens. yeah okay. the camera okay so you know once again just great directing and angles and um you could tell that the cameraman was you know even down on the ground with them at certain points of time filming um especially when angel was protesting and saying out loud that they should have access to condoms and that abstinence was not going to cure HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. It was just shot really well. And um, beyond being shot well, it was just a powerful moment. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was just a powerful moment. I think at the end, when they were all voguing to the Madonna song, another powerful moment. And I thought to myself, like, wow, Patrick, what if we could have been there, you know, to experience that feeling of liberation when mm. all so many people in the community felt is it high regard well felt heard you know and felt I feel like Blanca a lot of people feel like she's kind of holding on to a dream Mm. And I feel like it started last season with her doing the sit-ins at that bar that mm. wasn't trying to serve her. Okay. And everybody was just kind of like, girl, you wasting your time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like now, you know, going into season two, she's even more motivated to keep fighting. Yeah. And, and to make change. When this, yeah. yeah. And to make change. And she feels this kind of opening up. She kind of feels, she kind of sees this you know what, our story's about to be heard and we're about to be mm-hmm. out here. No more, you know, we're going to be in the shadows and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and these are the type of things that she's been saying. And, you know, I just thought it was such a great moment. Yeah. It definitely was. This is like a good-ass episode. Are you looking forward to anything? 
I am looking for forward to Electra Abundance's storyline to or plot to be to unfold. Yeah. Um, because there was a clip in like the previews, and I was just like, "It's my girl, a dominatrix." Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> she looked good. And I, yeah, I was just like, oh, but so very nice. fitting for her. Yeah. Attitude, the whole nine. <laughs> and I'm excited Wardrobe. to see what this transition of houses does for her, or like does for the House of Ferocity. Oh yeah, because right? she goes back to where mm-hmm. she got. Well, she got left by those folks who founded that house, and then mm-hmm. she's. But this is like her second attempt because I feel like she was just in. Blanca's house. Yeah, abun- Abundance. Mm-hmm. Or Evangelista. Evangelista. Sorry, Electro Abundance. Blanca Evangelista. Yeah. So I don't. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I don't know, but I'm I'm really excited to see kind of how her story unfolds, and I'm also excited for Poppy and Angel because I, is the white man coming back? The white man from for season one. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen him, but it's only been one episode. You know, he's this crazy serial killer off of American Horror Story. Like, every season, Let it's a different story. Things. Let me pack my things. He usually plays, like, the killer of yeah. whatever the story is. And somebody tweeted, so whenever I, I see this trigger, I'm expecting some shit to go yeah, down. Like, <laughs> that was my tweet. So, <laughs> it wasn't, but I, I'm here for it. So, who knows? He might pop, pop back up when Angel has already found herself a new man. He might pop back up and be, what was the clown that we talked about? That was like terrifying. Oh, oh my goodness. It? No. What was the name of that clown? Mm -hmm. Because one night you, (laughs) one night you had a bottle of wine and you were like, oh my goodness, from American Horror Story? (laughs) No, goodbye. Have a blessed one. We were drinking some wine one night and you was like, don't get this confused with. (laughs) No. Mm-mm. Pennywise. 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 In the no. name, in the name of. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Please excuse me. No. In the name of that. Shut that it red all line down. Was Pennywise. <laughs> and you were like, wait, and you didn't even like catch it until you were started to like Mm-mm. saying it. You were like, okay, hold on, wait. <laughs> no. Nope. Shout out to Pose. Um, thank you all for listening tonight. Was just kind of like. It was quick. It was Thanks, girl. Chat talk episode because yeah. that's just kind of how I've been. We love a quick week. chat, and um, I hope you guys tune in to pose. I know I've gotten um, a few folks that weren't into the show. Mm. They're watching it now. Okay. I feel like everybody. I don't care. You gay, straight, bye. It doesn't matter. I just feel like this show. You you use the word um, educational to describe the show before, and I, and I think it is 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 just really educational, along with the entertainment and the you know shenanigans and the and the, and the shade and the things that we see is it's just a really educating show. Yeah. And shout out Angelica Ross um, yeah. for giving the comedic relief or the comic relief. Um, <laughs> when our spirits are low from all that's going on, right, okay, right. Them right. at that funeral, her and the girl who plays Lulu. Yeah, mm, we need y'all on the show, okay. Angelica Ross was on Epray Thought a few episodes ago. She was. It was a great episode. Yes, um, I really like her. Um, and, and and the things that she had to say about advocating for the LGBTQ you know more specifically the trans community i just really enjoyed listening to her mm-hmm. and, and the things that she had to say amen yeah mm. all right so we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and close this out sounds like a plan if you'd like to make a call please hang 
try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Hey, what's up? Hey, guys, so we're back. We are back, and it's time for the hung up or the hanging ups. Yes, Do you want to go first? I totally could. Um, So I have one and a half, two. Cool. Um, So I am completely hung up over one of my closest homegirls. My homegirl, Delisha, from Afrosexology, really good friend I made while in St. Louis. She is currently in Philadelphia at the ASECT conference, which is the American Association of Sexologist Educators. All right, sex educators, clinicians, and therapists. Um, And she gave the keynote speech. And so I know that she's collected all edges this evening. I know she snatched the crowds and gave people so much power. I think her talk was on, um, not I think, but her talk was on Black sexual liberation. And I'm just super excited to meet her this weekend and celebrate her. And yeah, so shout out to Alicia. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not a hung up or hanging up, but this is a just a piece of advice to those who deem themselves um, tops or you know verse tops or those who consider themselves kind of the insertive partner. I'm not going to go too into too much into it, but I will just say the dick is not that good. Right? Not to say that the dick ain't good, but it's not <laughs> that good. I think a lot of people who, you know, are insertive partners feel like they can trap um, the receptive partner and kind of dickmatize them and make them do X, Y, Z. And there is data that shows that that happens a lot. But as for me and my house, the dick will never be that good <laughs> all right okay do tell. write that down do tell pray tell <laughs> but write that down it'll never be that good <laughs> what about you um i wanted to shout out really i don't know this week i really don't have if it well i wanted to i wanted to shout out really all of my the team that I work with at work Mm. we have been working on this massive massive project and you know we just reached um, a really big milestone and you know we had a nice little celebration amen and I'm I'm just I'm I'm grateful for you know you know how they say like iron sharpens iron Mm -hmm. I really have some really smart people around me who understand the industry that I work in and are super brilliant and I'm just I'm, I'm just really grateful and I'm just thankful you know it's just it, it, it's been a lot of work it's been it's it's been tough <laughs> especially for me someone who was in a functional position advising students um, working with families one-on-one to you know a very technical role mm-hmm. Um, and, and really doing a lot of training and, um, it's been, it's been great. It's, it's, it's been a nice little ride. Amen. And it's also pretty dope when the people who asked you to take on this task, you know, look back and, and they act and they say to you, thank you for trusting us. Thank you for taking on this when you didn't necessarily have all the answers to all your questions in the beginning, mm-hmm. but you did it, and it's it's just been really cool. And for me able for me to be able to 
say that I was a part of um, a mass, you know, system implementation for our IV, a part of a team where um, black faces, let alone any LGBTQ faces at all, like I represented so well on this. And, you know, even though there were times where I was in some really uncomfortable spaces Mm. because people who look like me were, you know, are few and far in between on this project. I still am, you know, really thankful for being there and not only representing, but know that I represented well. Amen. That's a blessing. (laughs) It is a blessing. See, from last week, you got to pass it on. (sighs) Pass it on. Mm -hmm. You really do. And, and these are the things that we have to remember when we get into, you know, our stress, our anxiety, our depression, our dark places and things like that. We got to remember stuff like this mm-hmm. because it's not all bad. It's not all bad. And, and little miracles and, and joys and successes, things like that happen along the way. You mm-hmm. got to count it all mm-hmm. for sure. So. That was really all I had. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. This has been another episode of The Hunger Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. Yep, and I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Continue to send your love, your feedback on our episodes, or if you just want to check in, send it it to hungupod at gmail.com. Yes, guys, and thank you so much for your ratings and reviews. Hey, girl, keep them coming. On Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find a man who will give good dick, but who will also be humble. Okay? (laughs) Amen. See y'all next week. Bye.